two things. One, you're not tripping. It's September 30th. Two, the gardens are still there, but are they winding down or are we ramping up? Well, let's find out right here on the Backyard Gardens podcast. To have a good harvest, one must plant good seeds and must also use the right kind of fertilizer. The carrots have grown large and firm. How good they will taste. Welcome to the Backyard Gardens podcast, where we talk about all things gardening and give the information out for you to be successful in your garden, whether it's your first or your last. We are your hosts, Ben, the backyard gardener, and Batavia, the front yard gardener. One in the country. One in the city. Now get ready as we dig deep into this wonderful world of gardening as we learn to grow and grow for change. October's a good month, but I didn't want to get this episode out in October, so <laughs> we're, we're going to stay in September the... as long as we can, damn it. Yeah, hold it on to the very last of the very last. Yeah. Although at this point, I mean, calendar-wise, fall is here. Yeah, you know what? Screw the calendar. I'm, I'm gonna... actually good with the idea of fall. It's just what comes after fall. Yeah, so, winter, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's like a never-ending like shit show of cold weather and oh. desperation for warmth. At least in my world, but Do um, you see me all like wrapped around myself like I'm I'm already starting to get that chill. Yeah. Yeah, as we record this we're getting ready to get our first quote-unquote cold front for uh zone 8 where I am. Mm-hmm. And um We'll see how it goes. It's not going to get cold, though, but it's definitely going to cool it off, which my garden will be happy about. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Before we get started, though, I want everybody to know right now we just added as of the date of this of the airing of this episode, we have added more merchandise to our website. So we now have cups and water bottles and stickers and should be adding some more stuff as the days go on. So check that out. And um, if you're a patron, thank you. And until then, yeah, (laughs) the bell. So we have a listener question. Are you ready? I am. What do you suggest when you can't remember and tag and you, the tag you wrote it on washed away, lots of lettuce. Are there signs to tell when sweet potatoes can be harvested? Lots of lettuce is LOL. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. Oh, so the oh, that's a good question. I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I think that uh, so anything that's a root, or I guess sweet potatoes are a tuber technically, but you guys get it right. Oh um, hell. Yeah, I know. So oh. for me, anything that's growing under the ground, which you all know, I'm overcoming the fear of that. Um, I'm all about putting your hands in the dirt, man. Fill around. You should be able yeah. to put your hand down there uh, <laughs> in that special place. I oh, know. Just to, I just can't help myself. No, come on. And now. see if you can um, fill any sweet potatoes. Um, so, same way that I would do to see if, you know, carrots or any other kind of root crop. Some of those other root crops, though, they kind of come up out of the soil, which is a great sign that they're ready. I think you saw that with some of your sweet potatoes. Damn. Way to steal my thunder. 
Yeah, I realized that was going on, and then I figured I might as well Leonard's finish the answer. Like, what the hell? <laughs> That's like classic, like spoiler alert, just ruining it. But it's yeah. classic Batavia because I started with I don't know. Yeah, you did, and then, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you was totally knowledgeable about the situation. <laughs> no, I had I definitely this was the first year that I had that though, where I actually had sweet potatoes coming out. Um, and the way I found out was just like Batavia said, I actually went over there to go dig. And when I lifted up, I was like, Oh, I see five sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I knew that I had something, but I also knew like about that. It was about time. Yeah. Um, this is something that we, well, so first of all, I lost my paperwork I didn't put in my calendar when I planted them, so I was able to go back to the email in which I was received them for the shipping and was able to d- deduce that, yes, in fact, they have been in the ground since approximately this time to do the math. But um, this is the benefit of doing things on a schedule. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like farming, like farmers. Oh, I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Farmers will do something every year at a certain time mm-hmm. or go by a certain, you know, some kind of trigger by that. And then you just, it gets to be second nature. Mm-hmm. So we know that sweet potatoes take about a hundred days, depending on the variety, depending on a lot of things. So um, my best bet would say get them in the ground early as early as you can and then you know by about this time you can do it you can also look for um leaves that are starting to yellow that Mm. could be an indication but it could also be a nutritional deficiency so that's not really a good indication but i definitely noticed that my plants my sweet potatoes they had a different demeanor behind the plant after a while and i knew that they were getting close like they weren't as vigorous Mm -hmm. and i could tell that there was not as much room in the raised bed as there should be. So where was going to be some issues? So that's therefore mm-hmm. I had, but there's no like real cut and dry answer in my opinion for that. Do you think so? I, I don't think so, but I think once you, and I think sometimes they are very particular, like 110 days and 109 days aren't going to make a difference. Right. I'm very particular about that kind of thing when I'm first learning to grow something. Uh, and so when, I look at something like sweet potatoes in particular. Um, For me, I'm going to, based on when I plant them, I'm going to wait until like the absolute last moment. Yeah. Like, you know, right before my frost, because I I need to give them as much time. Although there's an argument to be made, um, you know, at some point my weather cools off and the growing has really ceased. Um, I'm going to say something that's going to kind of sound funny, but I've tracked back things like this as far as planting time for me, if you take a lot of pictures of your garden, scroll back, you know? (laughs) So you may not have a time where you actually, I try to actually take pictures of things like that. Like, okay, I planted them. Here's the picture. But everything from you had sweet potatoes planted, the vines planted, and you can see them in the picture on June 15th, but you didn't see them on June 10th in a picture. You know, so you've narrowed it down, if you will. Well, there's a real benefit to um, then. That's one of the reasons why I'm on Instagram. It's I mean, I like communicating with people and stuff like that, but it's really so I can go back and there will be a record of something. So it's like a dual purpose situation. And that was one way I went too because I was able to go back and know that in the spring 
I knew that I took pictures when I had flipped the bed and that was one of the beds that would be flipped. So that was another way that I was like, okay, I know, like, I think it was May 28th. I knew at May 28th, there were plants in there. Mm -hmm. Now I know if I took a picture of it, then I had put them in before that to let them kind of freshen up and get a little bit stronger. So they didn't look like I had put out some twigs, you know what I mean? (laughs) So I was able, so, I mean, you're exactly right. And it's not silly. It's, Dude, use technology to your advantage. Don't let it hinder you. And let me say one thing, something you said that kind of, it triggered me. These um, days till harvest and stuff like that, people, do not get hung up with that. It's a mere loose guide. You can, I mean, it's, look, totally unrelated, but I was looking to to buy a surfboard this year. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to my buddy, may rest in peace, Gary, love you. And um, he was, I was like, man, should I get a 22 inch board or a 22 and one eighth board? And he was like, you ain't going to know the difference, man. He was like, get the damn board you want and go ride it. He was, It ain't going to make no He's like, You can sit there and study all you want. And it's the same with everything, especially with this. Like it's 100 days, 110 days, 120 yeah. days, whatever. You know what I mean? Get your hands in the dirt and you can figure it out. And the that's best real- thing I, I can say about the days is... It is really telling you under the most ideal um, conditions and how many of us are really growing everything right. under the most ideal conditions. Exactly. You and know? if you ordered um, your sweet potato slips, they usually don't have roots on them or they're mm-hmm. very weak. So when you mm-hmm. put them in, does that hundred days start then or does that hundred days start when it's healthy and ready to grow? Yeah. That's wow. the question because it could be 114 days after that, uh-huh. you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I mean, I'm with you on that and I get it. And what I want, the message I want everybody to get out of this is chill. Yeah. Chill on that day stuff and just focus on like, Hey, is it ready? Let me check. Because my way I do it is on the anniversary of the hurricane that came the year I grew my first potatoes and I got a big harvest. That's when I harvest because obviously that was the right time. Mm-hmm. And I still have time to, here it is, cure yeah. my sweet potatoes which is apparently something a lot of people aren't sure that you have to do or you say should it ag- do. Say it again, because I think I spoke over the word. Say it again. Cure your sweet potatoes. There's mm-hmm. enough time to cure your sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. And um, that's so, yes. Long story short, dig in the ground, see if you can feel sweet potato. So I, um, <laughs> <laughs> I do have just a, a, a one quick note. Please. And... A lot of this is do as we say, not as we do all the time. Um, at some point, my memory is just taxed. So there are things that I just I don't I, I just won't care about. There are other things, again, when vegetables um, and, and plants are newer to me. So kohl- kohlrabi, first time I grew it this year, I bought four starter plants. And I think they were, I think one was a little bit larger than the other. And so I went back, as you did, I went back to my credit card to see if I swiped, you know, to figure out when I bought them to try to figure out I would have planted them in the next couple of days. And it was only because I was so impressed with how quickly it got up to size. Yeah. And so in my mind, now I'm trying to file away. All right, this is the grow time I can expect from a transplant that's this size. I didn't use my credit card because it was such a cheap purchase. I used cash, but I did find the receipt. How about that? (laughs) Wow, you found the receipt? (laughs) Yeah, I'm just ridiculous when it comes to saving receipts. Well, do you carry a purse? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the benefit of a purse. Yeah, yeah. That's why I just switched to a fanny pack. 
Oh, That's there right. it is. <laughs> Screw it. I'm a dad. I'm allowed to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, anyways. So, yeah. And look, if you guys have questions about stuff, I want to um, just put this out there. You can hit us up on Instagram, YouTube, any of those places. The one place that I'm not encouraging you to do is don't email us because uh, we get a lot of emails and it's just going to get lost. Mm-hmm. So don't do not try to email us. Your best bet is to direct message us in those other places or leave comments and we'll get to them and get to and all that stuff. Or if you're a patron, you can direct message us there. So there you go. I think that was a perfect <laughs> pitch and, uh, you know, the delay uh, was reverberation off, of the bail. No? The delay was yeah. off, but that's okay. okay. <laughs> so we're going to take this break. And we're going to come back and we are going to talk about some exciting stuff in our gardens. Hey, everybody. Thanks for checking out the Backyard Gardens podcast. If you like what we're doing and you want to continue to support the podcast, head over to our Patreon page to sign up. You can also make a one-time donation using PayPal. Both of these links are in the description. With your support, we can continue growing and helping others in their gardens. See ya. All right, Batavia, I'd... If so, I have to tell you this. I sprained my foot surfing the other day. It's not bad. I have my foot propped up, as you can see. I'm laid back chilling, but I can't see the time. So mm-hmm. if my light keeps flashing over there, if you feel like you're going to seize on me, you just let me know and I'll stop. But I need okay. to, I need to right, see I gotcha. the time. So, so everyone listening, be prepared for like a two hour episode because he keeps us on track. <laughs> and if I'm responsible for monitoring the time, right? <laughs> Get ready for your telethon. You ain't lying. So it's, uh, it's the end of September. Um, there's a lot of... A lot of us are sad that it's coming to an end. I think we can all smell the first frost in the air. Some people may have even had their first frost, don't you think? Oh, shame on them. Don't tell us. You're close, aren't Lie you? Lie to us. Yeah, I mean, I no, no. I'm not close. How close are you? Like, you know, from today, like 29 days. That's close. That's a lifetime. <laughs> That's like any moment. <laughs> That's like any moment. Listen, I am experiencing hashtag garden joy. I'm in such a good garden mood. Um, so, like, nobody's going to what break up my stride. Nobody's going to slow me down. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. You got, got to keep on mind. moving. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to uh, do it. No, I mean, I've had some ups and downs in the garden. I think that was a part of your opening, maybe. Yeah. Um, and the garden has brought me back to the, the moment of, like... Um, really being grateful right you know so um i i go through different emotions throughout the garden season um for a different number of reasons and you know obviously when there are disappointments i have to now kind of check myself to say is it like is it really a disappointment or is there an opportunity there um so so that's that's my opening i think this month is um you know September is a month of um, transformation in a garden. Mm-hmm. You think that's safe to say? Yeah, I, I'd say you that. You know, as a general sure. whole, I feel like everybody's gardens are transforming to an extent. You know, mm-hmm. planting fall gardens. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, maybe some people right now are putting their gardens to bed, which I hope you're not, because it's. I really feel like you know you could still. Yeah. 
you can't plant anything right now depending on where you live let me be very clear about that but you might be able you should be able to continue to grow what you've already started mm-hmm. yeah yeah so, so there there are i mean higher zones like nine ten like you may just be yeah well yeah but you may just be getting started with some new plantings and that's all good um we'll talk about where you are in our you know favorite gardeners of the week you're actually not on that list at this point because there's pure jealousy but anyway um i think that my garden looks wholly different so september 30th compared to august 30th and if you walk if you take two minutes to walk my garden like it's at a quick glance it looks different but if you walk the garden it looks really different and i still have summer crops in the garden as well as some fall crops um and i'm okay with that i am i'm feeling pretty good about it i am getting a better idea of how much i expect things to grow in this next 30 days you right. know, before the you know, average first frost, uh, recognizing that some things will still putter along afterwards. Like it's not all done for me, um, but I'm feeling pretty good because I am, I feel like it's much more manageable for me now, if that makes sense. Like the garden is, and that's important for me. Um, now the Mine's harvest, not. that's another story, which is absolutely a blessing. Yeah, you're still getting, like, you're in the height of your tomatoes right now, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, my tomatoes like, are gone and done, and they're, they're a memory at this point. Um, you know, for me, like, I haven't had a solid, well, today I did actually have a pretty good harvest, but I haven't had a really good harvest in a couple weeks because I have been totally ripping out my garden and putting new stuff mm-hmm. in. And I, I was thinking about it when I was out there. And I was like, man, I'm kind of bummed, you know, I haven't really had a really big harvest or anything. And then I was thinking, I was like, but you know what? In about a month or two, I will, you know, I'll continue to reap the benefits of all of this work going on because guess what I've been out doing? Greenhouse. Sowing seeds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the greenhouse is almost fully sowed or planted. Um it's a little late, but it's been hot. So, but you know, those are the things that are just kind of like, okay, we're going to get into the mode. Mm-hmm. Everything's going to happen. It's going to be fine. Um, it's just been, it's been kind of like, it's like a mental game. You know what I mean for me? Because, you know, as we talked about in the last episode or two ago, you know, we want to plant what we need. And that's what, and I've been mm-hmm. putting that in action. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I've been sitting back. And the problem is, is like at this time of year, I'm so. Like, got to fill the space, got to fill the space. And some things aren't popping yet or I can't tell what they are because I just kind of move on. Um, I don't know if I've missed something. So I've intentionally left like a couple spots blank. And I'm like, okay, I can put something in here. And I think I know what I'm going to put in there, but it's just, you know, trying to stay on top of it. And I can go ahead and tell you right now, a fall plan, I'm going to throw that shit out the window. I ain't doing it no more. (laughs) I never can stick to Uh. it. Yeah. Uh, So I have officially planted. The only thing left that I'm going to dig in the dirt for is when I plant garlic. And I'm going I'm going to go big for garlic this year. Uh, Second year trying to plant it last year was a complete flop. Um, But I'm done planting, dude. Like I'm done sowing seeds. I'm done squeezing things in. Like what's out there is what's going to be out there. And there's great satisfaction with that. Hey, where are you going to get your garlic from? I'm going to buy it from the store unless I see some super duper great sale. Yeah. You know, 
and Man, I know I go, it's a risk if you speak. You know, I like, go back I get and it. forth about that and my white potatoes. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm real back and forth about it, and the reason why is I've been thinking about garlic pretty heavy too. And I'm still two months off, but I'm trying to plan. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if I buy some decent garlic seed now, like the the right stuff this year, I should be able to reuse every year. Mm-hmm. So it's a one time spend. So um, same with my potatoes, like because I got to start those in February. So um, I don't I, I don't know how which ones I want to do or where I wanna, if I want to do from the store. I kind of want to get them from the store, but I kind of don't. So well, so this is two things, and I was just pulling it up to make sure that I got the numbers right. So a part of my low, and then coming back around with a high, potatoes, white potatoes were a low this past weekend, and then I came back around, and believe it or not, celery got me back in the game. Like, Wait, what do you mean your potatoes were low? I'm going to tell you. Okay. Th- that's just the setup, right? You know? Okay, okay. Uh, so I grew potatoes. So I basically have three groups of harvest for white potatoes. In one raised bed, I harvested about 15 pounds, right? And then I had a bunch of, of potatoes. White potatoes. White potatoes, yeah. Okay. White potatoes. And I had, and, you know, obviously the skin color may be different, but I, I'm saying not sweet potatoes, right? Uh, so I um, had a bunch growing in grow bags, and I harvested those this weekend. Then I have one final raised bed, like the fire pit, that little round fire pit that I, I grow in. That's mm-hmm. the last of the potatoes that I harvest. I'll harvest. So 15 pounds out of the raised bed. I got about seven pounds, which was the low, right? Out of the rate or the, um, um, the grow bags in the like one bucket or something. And so as I was digging and digging, I'm just like, you know, like again. So it was about 20 some pounds that I got last year. And you know, the way that my mind works around this thing, investment, <laughs> the return on this investment isn't there. Right. So for white potatoes as well, I'm strongly considering I'll probably pick up at like a Home Depot. They have like for three bucks, some seed potatoes or something. See, I'll they probably don't have pick that up, around me. Yeah. Home Depot and Lowe's both carry them near me. I'll probably pick hell? up some of those like for an interesting variety. But I'm almost certain next year I'm going to take some spuds that were in the back of my cabinet and plant those because I did that this year. The issue that I'm having when it comes to the potatoes, and it's the same as the garlic. If I have purchased it and I let it go too far and then I plant it, you know, like it's already started to chit for potatoes, then it's not that big of a loss. I'm measuring investment in space. I'm measuring when I'm growing in containers, potting soil, the expense for that. And then if I'm ordering potatoes online, those joints ain't cheap. No. You know, so at this point, I'm not going to do the math because I don't want to get frustrated with myself. But I know for certain the amount of potatoes that I grew does not offset the cost of what I purchased for well, how seed much, potatoes. So how, how much did you put in? How many potatoes did you put in? Oh, shit ton, man. I mean, on, like, man. Uh, like 20, 30 seed potatoes or something. So you put you know 30 I mean? potatoes in. Okay, hold on. Now, were they chitting? Yeah, they were. And so some of them were like, it's a whole potato. Chits? Each potato had multiple chits. Uh, some of them were a whole potato that I ended up cutting, so it wasn't like I purchased thirty. Okay, so you cut, right? so you cut some of the potatoes. Yeah, yeah, because so it's funny. I went out into the wild garden. I had tried to um, grow potatoes last year, mm-hmm. and just kind of messed it up. And I was like, yeah, whatever. And I was digging around, and damn if I didn't pull out a perfectly red potato. <laughs> so, um, you know, but that's one thing that I was kind of I'm on the fence too, man, because I don't know. You know what I mean, like. 
when you get them from the store. So I read, I've read a bunch and I'm sure anybody who's ever done is like, and I know that here comes the comments. I've done mm-hmm. it and it works and I've done mm-hmm. it too and it works, but I want to know what I'm growing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I figure if I do one investment then I can save a couple bulbs of garlic and then just keep reusing and doing mm-hmm. stuff like that. But the white potatoes, it's the same thing. And the, I was looking too, man, and they're not cheap. No, so, no. I mean, I think it's something like either two and a half pounds or five pounds of seed potatoes, which is, I mean, it's probably, I don't know, six or seven potatoes or something. The cheapest I've found them is like t- organic potatoes, which will be important for me. It's like 13 bucks. Yeah. And so if you get two different varieties, you're already at, you know, 25 bucks, you know, and that's that's a lot of money for you could buy organic potatoes, a five pound bag for four dollars here. Right now, this is the saving grace. So as I looked at the harvest, there is still like satisfaction because I can now add potatoes to a few of the meals over these next weeks and month or so. So I do feel good about going into my garden and literally I'm digging up potatoes, if you will. Um, but at some point I have to make the dollars make sense. Right. Right. You know, so I still am intrigued by the growing of potatoes. I still love potatoes. They will very likely be in my garden next year. Right. Very likely. Didn't say for certain. But I have to figure out a um, two things. One, a more economical way to grow them. And two. um, And again, this is year two for me how to uh, get more size. So if I look back and you know, you know, I hate the fertilizing, but if I look back, I probably could have been more diligent in feeding those because this year, a lot of those potatoes were small. Now, if I was at a farmer's market, I could make a killing on them because, you know, those new potatoes sell like hotcakes <coughs> and, you know, yeah, those kinds bull- of stores and farmer's uh, you know. markets and stuff. <laughs> that's the whole thing. You know, green tomatoes, new new mm-hmm. potatoes and mm-hmm. there is a heavy air quote around that yeah baby tomato uh, potatoes basically yeah. so real yeah, quick exactly. the saving grace was for whatever reason i finally i pulled up my um the majority of my celery and i had them in like sitting in some water in a big um container because i just wasn't ready to bring them in the house and process them if you will right and i finally got to it and it just felt really 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 good so this is like, you know, pull up the pota- pick up the potatoes on um, a Saturday, finally get to the celery on a Monday, completely different crops, no connection whatsoever. But if I look and in that hand, there was so little that I did for those. Right. So little investment. And it's like, well, this is a, a bunch of celery here. Yeah. Um, so I know that every moment won't be the celery moment. Every moment won't be the big basket of tomatoes. Um, and if I didn't have the expensive potatoes, I wouldn't feel the way that I do. Again, it's just bottom line. It's the the cost associated with growing it. Yeah. Yeah, I've got to look into it. I was just, I was just kind of curious what you were going to do because I bought my bulb garlic from Lowe's last year, and I want you to listen to me, Lowe's, and I want you to listen to me real good. You sold me hard neck garlic, and hard neck garlic doesn't grow well in North Carolina, and I didn't know that. So thanks for teaching me a lesson, and thanks for ripping me off, bastard. But um, so because I grew the hard neck garlic, I didn't get any of it to actually bulb. It just kind of, you know, it just didn't didn't do good in our area because we don't stay mm-hmm. cold. Yeah. And so that's another reason why I'm like, you know what? Since I've had that issue, like, I don't want to have that fiasco again. Yeah. 
but <clears throat> I don't know. I'm on the fence. I'll let you know what I'm doing, or I'll let all of you guys know what I'm doing too. Batavia so that was a know. long story about potatoes, but the same kind of logic for me applies to garlic. That's the yeah. connection I was making earlier. Yeah, when exactly. It comes to cost and so you you plant your potatoes when. This year I planted them, and it was about the same time last year, the very last week of April. Um, so we're technically past our average last frost date. Checked the weather forecast. We may have had one scare of freezing because you don't want those potatoes to come up, you know, emerge from the ground, the plants, and then a freeze hits. Um, so, yeah, it was sometime uh, last week in April. I planted, though, all the way through like May 17th was the last time I put some seed potatoes in the ground. That's crazy because here they're like the saying is get them in the ground by Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. But we still get freezes. You know, we'll get freezes all the way up until uh, April. So um, and I know other people that plant them early on as well. Now, I may mm-hmm. get wait a little bit of time, but I think what that does too, uh there's something there's like a saying they say, and if you know, you can let us know. That would be great. Um, about the, you know, get them in the ground by November and you won't have the potato bug or something. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Colorado what it was. beetles, yeah. So, or some we'll other see. pest, yeah. We'll see what we're going to get. But, you know, the, the challenge definitely spurred me on. And I've, I've had potatoes on my mind very heavy lately. And just so you know, when I face a challenge like what we described with the potatoes, sometimes my reaction is to go all in. So if you come back after you've listened to this and next year you see like, did she dedicate the entire front yard to potatoes? It's possible. I could yeah. go extreme. That's uh, that's respectable. <laughs> that's a respectable situation. Yeah, um, I'm not looking forward to planting garlic because that really will be the end. Yeah of the garden um but i definitely like this year i'm kind of like all right i can put it here you know i'm trying to figure out like really good places to put stuff because as i've gone out and planted like so before we started this the only two the only plants i have left from summer in my garden are my jalapenos um my black eyed peas and my green beans and my green beans I'm just letting everything on there go to seed mm-hmm. and I'm going to put peas in their place I know it's a little late but I'm like why not give it a shot mm-hmm. see what can happen uh, I pulled all my other peppers up today it was kind of sad yeah. but they just you know I've been watching them and they just they, they're not doing anything mm-hmm. so it, you know it was time and I was able to put a bunch of lettuce and you know I'm, my uh, dazzling blue kale is doing well Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and my Tuscana kale is doing well, too, so. And I'm already, I'm like, I'm serious when I tell you I'm, like, super excited to eat it. Yeah, Because it just, it looks appetizing. The last stuff I grew did not look appetizing at all. Oh, that's interesting. I, um... I just planted out, this is a couple of weeks ago now, I think. I don't know, time is starting to escape me. Um, I planted some transplants. I picked up transplants for um, for kale, regular curly kale. And I'm really excited about that. For whatever reason, these last two years in particular, I keep on missing like the kale boat. Um, previous years, I've had a lot of great luck with it. But, you know, again, you're doing so much, right? Um, so it's my hope that I'll be able to get some harvest off of the plants between now and before it gets super duper cold. Mm-hmm. And I plan on um, I plan on taking some steps that should re- bring that kale back next spring. Let's say that. I don't want to well, you know, steal from a future you, episode. 
you did a good job because you covered everything up in late fall and you were you were getting I mean dude you're no, it was your collars that were just banging. But I was going to say your your kale was looking good, too, I thought. But maybe yeah, I'm wrong. The spring, yeah. Remember, I had the kale in the containers, and I put the containers inside of the... this was late fall last year. Oh. Oh, no, it wasn't kale. It would have been collards because okay. the kale was still... Same idea, like the timing of it. Yeah. It was planted, like, and it was transplanted in the garden, like, in September. And so they were still... I wouldn't call them babies, but they weren't, like, fully mature plants by the time, you know, it got super duper cold. Yeah. So I am actually in the process as when we hang up, I've got to go refertilize mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because I think that's, <clears throat> that's been a big thing for me is because all of these plants that for the uh, spring and fall, we're just going to say, just keep it the fall. They all need a lot of nitrogen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm going to go out there and, you know, it's really important, especially now while you still have some heat to get that stuff in there, to get yeah. them growing faster so they can get to a point where they can take those freezes, those initial frosts and mm-hmm. freezes that we all are dreading. Because if I th- remember correctly, last year, I think I, I had to wait a really long time to get my lettuce in. And then it just it froze immediately. It didn't have time to settle. But yeah. in the greenhouse where it did have time to settle because I was able to extend it a little bit longer. I had lettuce all winter long coming out of the greenhouse, which is unheard of for us. That's super important because I actually have some lettuce bolting that I don't remember when I, it was sometime in the summer that I planted and I keep on forgetting to go in and pull it. Um, It's based on the variety. I'm pretty sure it's bitter by now, Um, which is interesting based on like how cool it's gotten. But you, you described it as, you know, the plants hadn't had time to settle. And that's super important, right? Like we talk a lot about, oh, I will plant this or I just planted it. But it's like, it's no different than anything else. You go back a week later, you could pull that plant straight up. It's not set, its roots have not set in yet, right? They've not settled in yet. Um, and a plant needs that time. So when we we're talking about, you know, how many more days and how much more time we have left, you know, like that's, it's the same thing at 110 days. Like, yeah. uh, is it 110 or 114? Um, but I kind of feel carefree. I mean, I'm not worried about what isn't, what the frost is going to kill. I'm not worried about, um, you know, how big things are going to get. I'm not sure why. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just a level of maturity as a gardener. Cause I wasn't mature last year. That's it. It's hard. I'm so chill about it, you know? And I think that that's going to come across, you know, like I've been really nonchalant about my gardening this fall. Like I, I went and did a big push. I waited two weeks. I did another push, you know, and last year it was every day and I was frantic about it. Get it. And I mean, I had a pretty good garden in the fall, but it was, it was hell getting there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like I had planned like, okay, well, sweet potatoes come up, fertilize it, water it, give it a day, add compost, and then plant it. And that's what I did. You know, and I, I've got, I went out and I put, so I'd started a bunch of starts to sell mm-hmm. again over the fall. And then I used them all. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, because I, I didn't realize you know, when you are growing a fall garden that you can pack a lot more into a garden bed. (laughs) And I didn't realize that in my head. So I'm glad I didn't go crazy 
Because, you know, I still have not bought a plant this year to stick in my garden. I've done everything by seed this year. Oh, good on you. So, and that was, I I think that was one of my goals. I don't know. Oh, I'm sure that I have it noted in my phone. We'll revisit that in uh, (laughs) January. But, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's coming along. I think, um, you know, I have no summer left in my garden. My greenhouse is planted out. So... What is left in your garden from summer? Um, everything. I've pulled <laughs> some, yeah. So I've pulled some um, tomatoes I've told you about, but I still have tomatoes in the garden. Um, I've probably pulled more sunflowers than anything else. So peppers, tomatoes, um, okra. I'm still harvesting a few pods a day. Um, I do have like one or two melons on the vine, um, like, you know, watermelon, um, the beans are like on their last leg, like decide what you want to do with me, girl. Like that's where they are now. Um, so most of my summer things are still at the point where they either have stopped producing and they're just waiting for my final harvest or they're still maturing. Like tomatoes are still ripening, you know. Um, but I bet they're slowing down now. Yeah, because we're getting we're right at the point of getting 50 degree nights. Yeah. Right. You know, so this this is a, ch- a game changer sounds so extra, but this is really a changing point. Let's use that because that doesn't sound as extra um, when it comes to the garden. Like I'm at, at the point now where I, I need to start thinking about bringing in my um, indoor plants that have been outside. Right. Yeah. Like it's absolutely a shift. So I joke when I say like it's not coming. No, it's absolutely coming. You know, and so. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, there's going to be a point where because I'm just getting into the groove of preserving and there's going to be a point where I'll make a decision about I have enough of what I want and then I'm going to pull plants based on that. Right. You know, um, I have one paste tomato left and I kind of look at it and I think I probably needed more paste tomatoes than I actually ended up with as far as actual tomato quantity. But that is what it is. Um, And then the question becomes, what am I going to use the other tomatoes that I have? Like we've had this conversation around at this point, it's not more water, more fertilizer. Like that's not going to get me any big bounty off no. of some of these plants what's there is what's there it's just done yeah and that's an, that's an important thing to realize too mm-hmm. and i don't want to spend the energy um i am admiring and my pictures now look more like look at these little lettuce leaves like it's just great joy man i yeah. mean i'm not exaggerating when you know how i feel about you know the beginnings of something growing you know oh and yeah still just and it's funny too it. because like when i put my um my cabbage out the other day like it was it was rough you know what i mean because it's like i'm trying to keep them cool when it's hot Mm -hmm. trying to keep them watered and they're all like growing sideways and twisted and then you put them out there and they're like what the hell's going on because like one of the uh six packs like kind of rolled over on its side so everything Mm -hmm. started to grow up Mm -hmm. and then you put it in and then a couple days later boom it's pointing up and it's growing and it's looking good and you know, it's it's one of those things that it's is very rewarding to see. Yeah. You know, and when you get down and see, my goal is before those fifty degree nights really kick in, I want to have all, as much as I possibly can in there. Mm-hmm. Now I am running very close to having a radish farm this year, 
So I got to be very careful. Radish farm. Farm. Yeah. I've planted. <laughs> I have so many radishes going right now. It's insane. But I, I've really found a joy of them. Like mm-hmm. I enjoy eating them. So I don't mind it. It's just uh, I was planting. I'm like, damn, I got a lot of radishes. But at this point, like I know that I'll get a harvest out of them yeah. and then I can plant more and then my family enjoys them. So yeah, it, it'll work out pretty good. Yeah, I um I did that the one bed that had the original potatoes in. I did a mixture of spinach. I think I'd mentioned and radishes, and yeah. uh, the radishes are putting on some size from a leaf standpoint. Nice. Um, they still have a little bit of time um, when it comes to the roots, but I think I'll be fine between now and like I think I'll get the harvest. Um, so so yeah, remember the cabbage. So what, let's see, what did I buy for fall as far as starts? I bought kohlrabi which we should count cabbage white cabbage i bought kale so those are all kind of like you know clearance and or reduced price which i felt good about um everything looks good with the exception of the cabbage there's we're down to one plant out of i think it was the four pack or something to see if it's going to do anything um and it doesn't look like it will and that's fine um i direct sold a bunch of other things and again, I've mentioned like those will likely be very small leaves, baby leaves. And there's still great satisfaction because with some of the plants that are older and the, the, the food on those plants that are older, I'll have something that's kind of fresh and, you know, I'm going to say the most nutritious. Um, and it's a different, how should I say this? They're different vegetables that I'm growing for fall compared to all of the stuff I'm still pulling out for summer. Yeah. You know, and that's really, that really ties back to our recent conversations regarding diversity and specifically the timing of that diversity you know yeah no i mean you you make a good point and i think that everything that you planted now i mean you said you've got 30 days until your next um your your frost Mm -hmm. does i mean a lot of those plants they'll be well on their way yeah, kohlrabi well, the is very is, fast. Yeah, I am feel good about the kohlrabi. I feel good about, again, the kale. Um, the cabbage is just, I'm looking at how long it's been growing and how much longer it has. Like, it's not even, it's, I mean, it's, if it was a regular price, I wouldn't have bought it. Like, the size of the transplant, right. it's just that small. And, you know, it depends. It's in a small enough space where I may be able to cover it. Maybe it'll be the first cabbage of next spring. You know, that's my whole thing. Whatever I don't get out of the garden this fall, I'm like, you know, praying to the garden gods and thinking that maybe it'll visit me next spring. Well, and if you cover it, there's a good possibility that it could help that, you know, Mm -hmm. especially when you start getting snow, it'll insulate it. Yeah. 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 You know, I have um, big plans to fight the snow in my garden. It's not ready. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I threatened one year when I lived in New England to go outside with a blowtorch and just like constantly just <laughs> over it, but never did it. Yeah. Um, so that's what, so we're planning, are, are you planting anything else? Nope, I'm done. Oh, okay. Garlic would be the only exception. Garlic is the only one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for me, like I'll do another um, planting of carrots, but I don't, I won't get them this year. I'll get them in the spring of next mm-hmm. year. And then um, that's really about all I'm going to plant. You know what I mean? I might round out some, you know, there might be some blank spots. And honestly, at this point, if I have blank spots, I'll either put um, kohlrabi, turnip, spinach, or radish in them. Mm -hmm. Those are the four things that I'll default to because they're really quick. But um, 
other than that, man, it's it's going to be time to really start working around the garden now and getting it ready f- yeah. to put it to bed. Yeah, and it's important because in addition to putting the garden to bed, like this gardener needs, you know, a bit of rest. And so that's the reason why um, I was still going hard in the paint when it comes to like the amount of time I was spending in the garden in the mornings, you know, and during the weekend. Um, And so I felt like a calm. This happened to me back in June, like a calm, like, okay, I've gotten past this wave. Right. Um, And that's absolutely what I experienced just this past weekend, like, this is it. Like I've thinned what I'm going to thin, right? You know, I've moved these mustard plant, uh, like just barely seeing their true leaves around. Like what's going to happen is going to happen. Um, and because, and we just last week we talked about, um, are you still watering your garden as a mini episode? And we commented about like the rain. And so we're starting to get that as well. Like it had been delayed. It was a pretty dry and warm early September. Um, but towards the middle, towards the end, like it's traditional Chicago, September. Um, so, so yeah, man, I mean, I don't know, I don't know what other way I can say it, man. I'm not riding on the easy street because my, my canter is constantly on now, but, um, I'm feeling good. Yeah. We haven't had any rain here in a month and 40, 30 miles South of us has been raining all day. <laughs> and we're not going to get any rain. So mm-hmm. I'm not, um, I am still 100% like having to water constantly. Yeah. And it's, it's tough because it's that time of year and it, it happened in the spring too. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened to my flowers this spring is I could not like the way that I planted, I depended on those spring showers yeah. to bring my April flowers and I didn't get that. So I had to just sacrifice it, you know what I mean? And just walk away. And now it's like I'm fighting the same thing now where there's things that are sowed. So, like, I'm having to water my garden every single day, sometimes twice a day. Mm-hmm. Still. so Based on the seedlings and the stage the, they're the in. The seeds yeah. and stuff like that, mm-hmm. yeah. And because now my rain barrels are all dry, mm-hmm. so I don't have any way to get water out of them. I actually have one rain barrel that got filled up, so... Um, I have, and then on the greenhouse, I have a little hack. I put, um, rain barrels on the back of the greenhouse. Mm-hmm. And so when I, um, because I water with an overhead sprinkler, I let it, I put the sprinkler one more click. So the water will hit the greenhouse and then I can collect that water as well <laughs> Yeah, to use it because it's such a pain in the ass, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah. And is there, so for you and your garden, is there anything really like timely for fall? Like that, like when it, when I talk about like putting the garden to bed or getting it ready for even next year at this point, is there anything like real timely that you try to get done or you're trying to get done ahead of time? I'm not sure that I follow. um. So like for me, for instance, like I'm flipping my compost pile because I still have warm days Mm -hmm. and I can reactivate it and I can continue, you know, to really inject and build another compost pile as well. Yeah. So that's something that I'm trying to do right now. Yeah, a couple of key things that um, that are still on my to-do list, um, in addition to planting garlic, which isn't that big of a deal. Um, I do, and obviously pulling up. So I pull up my plants, right? You know, on a good year, I'm pulling everything up, you know, putting them in the, the recycled bags and putting them out, you know, for the garbage men and women. Um, but I have to pull back the mulch. 
straw as well as um, leaves. And I have to, I'm going to go hard with the compost. So that's absolutely my plan. Um, that's going to take some work, right? And then I have some specific beds that I plan on absolutely covering with plastic. Those are basically two different windows. Okay. So October probably looks more like October, November, early November looks like, you know, all plants have been vegetables off the plants. Plants have been pulled out of the garden and then I'm adding compost. Um, and then some point probably in November, maybe even as late as December as you know, I'm outfitting the beds with plastic, not every single bed, but a number of them. Okay. Yeah. So see, and it's funny cause we both have different things that we have to do, but you know, they're very timely. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, it's like the greenhouse. Like I spent a lot of time getting the soil ready. Yeah. Um, I put soil conditioner in it. This is the second year I've done that. Have you ever used it? No. So, um, soil conditioner is kind of like a compost, but it's not compost because it's a little bit bigger. It's got, um, like barks and sticks and stuff in it. Mm-hmm. You can buy it by the bag and it's not, I, I may not be doing any justice, um, describing <laughs> it, but it's not chopped up real fine mm-hmm. and it hasn't really started the composting process. Mm-hmm. So you put it into your garden and it'll help um, improve aeration, yeah. help with drainage, like, um, make it so it doesn't drain as much. Mm-hmm. And then it's already chopped up. So then it can break down. But I add it into my greenhouse and I did it last year by accident and I did it this year on purpose. I love the smell of it. (laughs) It's like this. It's like that. If you if I could just send it, put it in a jar and send it to you, you would know the second that you opened it, you'd be like, that smells like nature, like life. You know what I mean? It's just like this pine barky kind of scent. So it's Mm -hmm. a it's a very. It's a very good scent, but I added it and um, I think I'm going to get a couple more bags of it and add it to all of my gardens because I have a drainage issue. I have Mm -hmm. too much drainage, Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I need and I think that will help. So, Hmm. okay, we'll see. There was a quick moment of the nope. Let's minimize my continued investment. Oh, it's uh, it's two dollars a bag, too. It's cheap. I can see um, a benefit for me with the beds that are on the um, concrete patio. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because you don't have that. I mean, it's basically a big giant pot. Yeah. Right. So. But I just checked. um, I I know you saw me turn my light on. (laughs) It is time. Um, We almost went over, but it is time for the recipe of the day. A lot of y'all asked, how can you help support the Backyard Gardens podcast? Well, we have been busy and we have created a t-shirt line just for the gardener. To visit our shop, go to the link in the show notes and check out the t-shirts and other goodies we have. Now, these are super special t-shirts designed just for the gardener. So enjoy. Thank you for supporting the Backyard Gardens podcast. And we'll see you guys after the harvest. Well, since I said earlier that I have a radish farmer going on, I might as well give you my favorite radish recipe. Yeah. Yay. So this one, actually, I, um, you know how you can leave radishes in the ground too long and they get a little peppery? Mm-hmm. 
they get that spicy flavor. Yeah. So I like to use it about a quarter over ripened. I guess we'll call them ripened, overgrown radishes, and then three quarters regular radishes because you want a little bit of the spicy every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but I take them and I chop them in half. I coat them in sesame oil, and then I put um, garlic salt on them. If you don't have garlic salt, the ratio for it is three to one, three salt to one garlic. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I'll put more garlic on it. So I'll put a couple cloves of minced garlic on it. Mm-hmm. Um, then we'll take some onions and chop them up, put them in. Um, you can chop them up any way you like, mix it all together. And then we will, um, sorry, my dog just started freaking out. We will take them and roast them for 20 minutes. And again, my stove, it only goes to 450. I don't know any other temperature to cook at. So keep an eye on it until they start to kind of soften a little bit. Now, this is where you can get a little bit tricky. Some people like it soft and some people like it um, crunchy. So it's up to you what you want. About 20 minutes is how we find when they're soft. And then you take them out, you add salt and pepper, and then I sprinkle a little bit of thyme on it. Lemon ah. thyme is what I grow, so mm-hmm. I grow, sprinkle a little bit of lemon thyme on it. And Is that dried or, or a fresh? Well, either way, uh-huh. doesn't matter. So um, if it's going to be dried, I would recommend maybe mixing it with a little bit of oil or something, mm-hmm. and then eat it, and it's good. That's how we cook it, so... Okay. Simple. But the peppery ones, they're, they're really good for that because they get them all mixed up and you can't tell. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's like a little like, eh, we let them go too far, but let's not waste them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So. A little bit of a kick, but not like to a point because it's definitely a different kind of, it's not like a spice peppery, you know? Yeah. It's a it's, weird. It's, I mean, I, I know you're going to love that I'm going to bring this up. It's similar to uh, arugula, the kind of spiciness that it arugula is. has. It is. Know? It is. And that's actually why I don't like arugula. <laughs> I don't like the spicy flavor. <laughs> um, it may be that. And I had an ex-girlfriend once whose mom, um, she served us arugula salad, but then she served us chocolate cake and she oh put my. pepper in the chocolate cake. And that's like a trick is you put a little bit of pepper in what she put uh-huh. too much in. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's just ruined me for life. So I don't eat chocolate cake or arugula anymore. Okay. So, Shari, quiet. <laughs> Come on. I thought Shari Dog heard my uh, oven beeping. She heard something. Something went out there. <laughs> I don't know if we can something, mm-hmm. but whatever it is, it made her mad. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. She's old. She just, she barks at everything. Well. So, anyways, that's a good recipe. Try it out. And I appreciate everybody being here. Let me look. Look at that. We have five minutes to spare. So um, hit us up. You know, if you guys have listener questions, you know where to leave them. You can uh, join our Patreon. We would much appreciate it. It helps support the show and our shirts and T-shirts and cups and all that good stuff. And uh, I hope you're enjoying your fall season, even though it's only four days old at this point. But I hope you're having plenty of pumpkin lattes and all that stuff. Yeah. Taffy tapples, taffy apples. 
that's what is like this? basically my you know like caramel apples with nuts and like they are all kinds oh, of things yeah, yeah 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 that's basically the only fall thing that i okay. will indulge in there you but go. it's one of my top five favorite things i drink pumpkin stuff and eat pumpkin muffins all year long so it doesn't matter to us but thank you guys for being here we we appreciate it and uh batavia tell them something good happy fall and we'll see you thanks for hanging out with us today if you want to see what we're up to or just stay up to date on all the announcements regarding the show or anything gardening then you can follow us on instagram at backyard gardens tv We love seeing what you guys are doing. So use hashtag BYG podcast in your posts and we'll be sharing your gardens with the Backyard Gardens community. And check us out on YouTube at Backyard Gardens where we will post this show, all of our other shows, clips, and then also some gardening tips and just gardening entertainment. And you can see us at our website at BackyardGardensTV.com. But that's it for today's show. So help us as we learn to grow and grow from change. And until next time, we'll catch you guys later. We'll call this one a wrap. Now you know why people feel like celebrating at harvest time. All over the world, people have feasting and good times when the crops have been gathered in.